TomYoung.net podcasts. I had an opportunity to bring three Ferrari owners together to drive and compare their three versions of the Berlinetta Boxer. Don Miliano and I interviewed Buzz, Bill, and Dave in a shady spot after a day of driving, photography, and impressions. Look for an upcoming article in Forza comparing these three boxers. I'm Buzz Machete, and I brought my wife. <laughs> who is, who and, is a wonderful person and, and patient, patient. You should and find something more. very nice. And and uh, the the girlfriend, which is uh, my 1983 512i, uh, an injected car. Uh, I drove uh, Dave's uh, 512 carb and uh, Bill's 365, and. Uh, I was actually surprised uh, because uh, the cars were more similar than they were different. Uh, I'll, w- before I had bought my car, I had done research on uh, the differences between carbureted and injected motors and uh, the single plate versus the dual plate clutches and all of that. And So my, I have a lot of built-in expectations about how the cars are really going to behave, but it's not until you get behind the wheel uh, that there's a remarkable and, frankly, comforting familiarity Right from from uh, cockpit to cockpit, uh, having the injected car for some time now, uh, it has smooth power delivery uh, across pretty much the whole power band, and uh, what it and th- of course there's that trade-off to the the real uh, excitement, the uh, what's the word, the the drama that you get out of the carbureted cars, uh, especially as they transition from just sort of puttering along and and they start to really build their power in the higher RPM ranges. So it jumps. It doesn't. It isn't a smooth curve. It's got like a notch. It just jumps right up. Yeah, the the those motors and their induction systems are designed to to be running fast. They're not designed to like pull away from stop signs and go fast and slow. They're designed to just open up and stay opened up, and and they feel terrific uh, at that uh, at that engine RPM. And I was impressed. You know, these cars are all you know. T- t- well, mine's the youngest at 26 years, uh, and. Bills is uh, almost 10 years older than that, and they 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 drive terrific. They they feel solid. Uh, I didn't feel like I was going to go off the road, which I'm sure you guys are happy about. Uh, and uh, it was all in all a very pleasant experience. The brakes were good. I mean, the, the, the older cars sometimes the uh, the modern more modern car has a more uh, what would you say confidence inspiring brakes. Right. The, the good news is we weren't on a track, so we didn't have to do any sort of like high-performance braking into turns. Uh, I, I can tell you, you know, in the spirit of disclosure, I know that the brakes in my car uh, aren't really good for that. You know, they you start to stop, but if you really put your foot into that brake pedal, you're not going to get any more past a certain point. And you know, the, the today's outing wasn't really designed to, to to test the limits of these cars for braking, uh, especially in some of the stuff that we had done. But uh, the brake modulation was consistent and smooth, uh, and there was no rattles or squeaks or anything else like that. And if you had to pick one, which one would you drive home? Well, mine will probably survive the stop-and-go traffic that I'm going to encounter going back to New York City. So uh, uh, I would still probably take the injected car, uh, but you know, if I lived in a different place and I could open it up more, I might tell you a different story. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, bud. Bill, you're up next. Sure. I'm Bill Power. I brought a, a 1974 uh, 365 GT4 BB. Uh, I also drove, obviously, the other the other two cars. And um, I mean, basically, I, I, I was surprised at how similar all all three cars were. Uh, but it's clear that oh, as time went on, the boxer became less of a hot rod and became much more of a refined 
uh, you know, a refined high-speed uh, GT. Um, obviously, my uh, my clutch was the was the was the heaviest. Actually, I was really surprised at how much more comfortable and lighter it was in, in both the other cars. Braking was pretty similar. Uh, steering was more similar between the 512BB and the 512BBI than mine. It, it felt a little bit heavier, which I think is either a combination of the other cars being a tiny bit heavier and having beefier tires. I've got pretty narrow, mm, old yeah. school, old school tires. Um, They're age appropriate. That's right. That's right. Uh, the sound is phenomenal. I think in all three of them, uh, the 512 has has a little bit of the 512 uh, carburetor has a little bit more of a bark to it. I mean, when you when you lean into it, it's it's. Uh, I mean, I thought mine was was pretty ferocious, but uh, the 512 BB really really makes some noise. And uh, and the injected one, you know, what's amazing about it is it's almost instant throttle response. I mean, it's so refined. One, the minute you, 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 your foot touches the gas, you're you're, you're on it. it. It doesn't sort of cough and hesitate and decide when it's ready to go, like the like the carb is. Um, but it, it it's, it's it's out of the gate. Uh, uh, even if it doesn't have the noise and the drama of the other cars, it, it is no doubt about it a, a fast fast car. Okay. Uh, but it's it's. Uh, the familiarity between all three was a nice surprise, and I would say I'd, I'd still pick my car, the three, only because I think these cars have such an unbelievable personality that with time, at least I do, I fall in love with the car the longer I have it because I, uh, I, I'm a little bit better at the steering, a little bit better at the braking, a little bit better at starting it up. So the longer you're with it, mm-hmm. the, 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 better, the better the experience is. So I think, I think maybe that's one of the reasons why we kind of gravitates towards the the one that we know the best, because it does take time to be a good driver in these cars. You know, when I was growing up, at the time, the Boxer and the Countach were these supercars. So really, you know, you were you were one or the other. And uh, I, I just think the shape of the Boxer is the the quintessential Ferrari silhouette shape. I mean, it, it really is is uh, an evolution of, I guess, starting with the Dino, but by the time it got to us, that that classic Ferrari shape. And of course, if you can afford it. Get the 12-cylinder, <laughs> you know. Get the get the 12-cylinder for sure. Um, and I, I was a big boxer fan, and frankly, I I didn't care which one of the three I got. It was just it was about the particular car. So the best one I could find at the time was what I was what I was looking for, and I just happened to be a 365, and I got lucky. Very very similar uh, story, I think, to Bill, uh, in that the Countach and the Boxer were these supercars. And you know, the Boxer is rare. It's got sort of its own. There's a special magic about it because uh, not imported into the states, so they all had to be specially federalized. Uh, last of the hand-built cars before they really moved into modern production techniques, with the uh, t- at least for the 12s with the Testarossa, uh, and a just a shape. Uh, well, uh, a a really nice use of mixed media in its construction. Uh, to give it, you know, the that boxer line, which has become uh, a style in its own right, uh, but the 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 shape, just the, the 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 draping of the metal over the arches of the wheels and through the top, I mean, it just tremendous, and, and offset against nice burly manly wheels and tires. None of this like thin micro tread kind of stuff that you see today. You know, it, it's got period correct tires and wheels, knockoff spinners. You know, it, it's just, it puts all the right pieces together. I haven't come away from this thinking, I've got the wrong car. You know, because there's, there's, there's more similarities than differences. 
And I think the interesting thing with Dave is that Dave's been the, is the longest owner of, of uh, all three of these boxers. So Dave should tell yeah. us a little bit oh, about yeah. how, what it was like to buy that. I mean, how old was your boxer when you first? When it you, was about four or five years. Yeah, so, so it was I, the newest. I had a 27 years and change, I guess, maybe a little more. I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I think I was making up $100 a month, $25 a week. And I would go into the auto show. It took my wife. We were going together. We weren't married then. But anyway, uh, and I'd go lust after these guys and just look at them and say, oh. Because now when you were doing your residency, what was the hot car of the day? That was the... It was, this was in the 60s, right, so, so it was a 275 or even right. a 250. Right. Okay? Right. Uh, and... Uh, the, the, they would, you know, and they would have, and Ferrari would, they'd have a small place, usually on the fifth floor in the Coliseum or something. They'd have two or three cars there, and, and a lot of the Italian makes would bring in their, their own cars, which sometimes they don't do now. Well, Canetti used to have a display yes. at the yep. Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what? So this was the box of the first Ferrari. Uh, that I had? For you, for no, you. I had a 308 GT4. You, you had a GT4. Yeah, I had Which a, you still have too, right? Yeah, but that's not the same one. Oh, okay. uh, the okay. one, the first one I had had a sunroof on oh, okay. it, a factory sunroof. Really? And, uh, was so after the, after the GT4, you felt I got that, the box that was it? You, you had wanted the tr I, my wife said you can only have one of these at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I had the boxer, and then eventually. And it was everything that you wanted it to be. Oh yeah, and then yeah. some. It yeah. takes a long time to get used to driving a carburetor car. Maybe I think an injected one is a lot easier to learn how to drive. Uh, when I first got this, uh, the carburetor car, you know, I had to be careful where I would go, uh, certain because you know this thing. I remember. Once uh, they had just uh, done some uh, service on it, and I put my foot down coming out of that little side street where I live, and all I heard was squealing, and the car never went anywhere. I was just spinning the tires. That's how powerful this thing was. I hadn't had the car that long. And you know. the same thing with Buzz. I mean, it, what, how are these cars so different? One thing pops out, it's rarity. I mean, mm -hmm. there just aren't that many flat 12 GT high-displacement, uh, Italian sports cars uh, uh, around anywhere. Uh, they didn't make too many to begin with. Only a handful made it over here, and even fewer than that now survive today. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and you know, I've, I've still own a Mondi LT. I'm, I, I'm permitted to have two of these at, at once. <laughs> uh, and you know, it's it's an entirely different kind of motoring experience. Uh, it's you know the high revving V8 kind of thing, and it's it's a pretty car. It's a lot of fun, but it. It does not have that same uh, charisma uh, that that these cars have, that the Boxer series have. To me, you know, growing up, uh, Ferrari was 12 cylinders. I mean, that's what I always associated with, even though they came out with eight, say, at, you know, six, whatever. But it was always a 12-cylinder car. And when uh, I saw there was a Boxer and uh, it was in the right place at the right time, that's uh, really, uh, and I've never regretted it. I mean, it's interesting what Bill had said. You know, it kind of grows on you. I mean, uh, I guess that's why I kind of like my car. I mean, I've had all the ins and outs and all the quirks and gremlins and everything else that's gone wrong with it, and you you learn how to live with it, and you uh, and you stick with it. And the more you have it, the more you like it, pluses and minuses. So. The other question I have also just to get. In with Dave is that having owned it for so long, what was it like to drive a relatively new boxer back in the 80s when 
you know, it wasn't probably not a very, you know, not a lot of them were around, or no. it was fairly rare, or yeah. it, it was a... Was well, it was uh, it like considered the supercar of its day when you drove yeah, it? Like well, it stopped it, traffic, or was yeah, it? Yeah, uh, if you took it to the track, everybody gathered around it. You know, there were a lot of 308s, 328s, uh, you know, in the late 70s and and 80s, and uh, it uh, you know people even you know Ferrari people always wanted to see a 12 cylinder, you know, especially and then. Before the injected ones came in, everything was carbureted. I mean, that was the last carbureted car that was made. Perfect, yeah. Everything else now has been injected. Of course, they're much more reliable and they, you know, they run better, but they don't seem to have the sound of a carbureted car. So anyway. And also, we have a good span of three owners in different sizes. Anybody really complete? Because my whole thing with the boxer return, I get back in one, is just like, oh, my head is up against. You better the... not be six foot three, right? Because <laughs> be like this, right? Yeah. Or you just get used to yeah. to either yeah. laying back or, right. yeah. or um, yeah. But that is the only one thing that I noticed. That anybody, but you guys have all gotten used to it. You got the boxer. Uh, we know how to get in and out of it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, really I'm tight. six feet, and even with a helmet, I can still fit. Okay. You so it's on the track. Yeah. Where? Uh, at most sport in Canada two summers ago, okay. and that's uh, you know it's it it's is a great a, track. It's a great track, and and she's a GT. You know she wasn't race prepped in any way, so she had her stock tires, stock suspension, all that. The, the setup was uh, just as it was for the street, and you know, it's got period correct TRX metric tires, which are crap, you know, and, and all that. So there's only so much you can do, uh, but uh, and the brakes are. Really, you know, a modern car. Uh, my, my my family Mercedes sedan for a while had brakes five times better than this car because it's a modern car. But in 1983, when this car was made, uh, you know, uh, just shy of uh, doing a little race prep work on it, you know, it was a tremendously high performance car. You've driven yours on the track, right? Yeah, I drove I drove it a lot, but I. Uh, broke the ring and pinion in it twice, once at Bridgehampton and once at Lime Rock. That, then I decided uh, I wasn't going to race it anymore. That's not a charm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you pay so for the that's first why uh, I just use it uh, to go places now. Okay. Right. And, Bill, what, I mean, what do you think? You've, you've owned your car now for less than a year? Yeah, for a year. For a year. year just a, okay, great. It's exactly a year. So, so you, the, the initial experience should be pretty fresh for you. What, what, uh, what's the biggest difference of having owned other cars and driven other things and now you got this boxer well you you you, you never really appreciate especially from what you read and when you see the pictures how how comfortable a car it is i mean i i, I really i mentioned this to one of the guys earlier today I, I i really didn't understand or appreciate what a what gt meant what what a grand touring car was until until you spent a lot of time with a boxer i mean it's, it's actually comfortable your, you know your knees aren't you know, almost up in your face like there in, in some other cars. I mean, I, I can see why this style of car was so popular back in the day, particularly in Europe, because you could put two people in it and go on a four-hour drive somewhere in Europe and uh, and make it there, you know, quickly but, but comfortably. Um, so the, 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 what it's really like to drive a GT, I think, was, was what uh, was the, the, the surprise of all of it versus, you know, uh, a hot rod or one of the... the, the, the the tuned up little mid engines like the 360s, you know, where they're, they're, they're go karts, but they're really kind of more extreme. These are, uh, you know, even though we talk about how they're ferocious, in particular the carbureted ones, they're still, they're still cars for men, you know? <laughs> <laughs> cars for boys, you know? I mean, they're, they're a little harder, but they are, they are 
cruising, high-speed cruising cars, not, you know... They're the big hammer. I feel like they always felt like they walked around like a, the big yeah. hammer of the, of the yeah, street. Yeah, there's no anti-lock anything. There's no power steering. There's no paddle shifters. Yeah. There, it's none of that. It's it's raw motoring at its, at its finest. Right. Drive it. Well, you guys had... You, who, who came up with this idea? Whose idea was it to do... To I'll, 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 claim, I'll, I'll claim responsibility, because I, I had wanted to... Uh, to compare... Yeah, and and then I thought, well, you know, who else is on F Chat who who might do it? And then Bill had started to get more active on Ferrari Chat, and you know, we'd struck up a an, uh, just a, a dialogue right without ever having met. And I I put a teaser out there. I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great if the three cars could come together and we could exchange the keys just to see what it was like? I was kind of hoping that he would bite, uh, and sure enough, he said that sounds like a great idea. And then be, uh, then came the long hunt. For the third member, for the well, 512 yeah. carb. Well, uh, Bill had uh, Bill had contacted, you know, I got in touch with Bill, and, you know, Bill said, you know, it was almost underwhelming as far as the response of trying to get another person to come in to do this. It was like, okay, you got two cars, well, where are we going to get the third one? And, nobody bit. And nobody bit. And then I said, well, wait a minute. I know somebody who's got, I mean, in fact, I can think of a couple people with, with 512 carb cars. So then I said, well, and then as, as we started talking, we said, well, why don't we, Push it a little further. Why don't we? If we're going to get three cars together, let's let's write about it. And I guess that's when I yeah. talked to Dom. And oh, early on, we said, "God, Forza, this this is an article waiting to happen." Yeah. And of course, what we thought, well, maybe only we would really want to. Read it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the best thing about this whole thing today was the fact we all drove each other's cars. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole. I think that's the best thing of the whole that's day. Great. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really, the clutch really. thing. Yeah. And nothing. That happened. And, uh, no, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Nothing broke. And nothing broke. <laughs> right. no, no overheating and all these other things. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing yeah. that you forget. Yeah. These cars are 20 plus years old. And, yeah. and, um, and it was 91 degrees on my the, thermometer right. in, the, in the Audi. And it's a testament to the fact that these cars had gotten pretty well sorted to the yeah. point where they can handle this. Sure. You know, yeah. and and uh, you know, I want to thank everybody for for yeah, doing thanks this. Thanks a lot. This is really. And uh, I, I think it's a. Uh, you know, I'm hoping to do more of these because this is this is the direction that I'd like to see some of these articles and ideas go to because that's where I think everybody enjoys it, including the owners. Yep, it's great. Great. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for pulling it together. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. yes. This has been a production of TomYoung.net. Please visit T-O-M-Y-A-N-G.net to read more about vintage Ferraris and my blog about everything cars. Thanks.